All right. Wow. What is up, everybody? Thanks for listening. Uh, it's been a while since I recorded a podcast. I know it's been like three, four weeks since I posted. I've been super busy, guys. I've, I've been out of town. I was in New Jersey. Uh, like I spoke about on the last show that I didn't even post. So you guys didn't know I was in Jersey. But yeah, I feel bad because I have like three, four other episodes that I posted with a couple of my other buddies and none of them ever made the cut because come to find out sports is a relevant topic. So it's something that you need to post the day of. So I'm going to be posting I'm going to be posting these episodes daily, not daily, but as soon as I record, they're going to be being posted because I've learned from the past, learned from my mistakes. Anyway, uh, today on the show, I have one of everyone's favorite guests. It is the OG Jalen. What's up, Jalen? What's going on, everybody? Thanks for having me back today. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, no problem. I, I had Jalen on the show before I went to Jersey, I think like a, a, a day or two before I went. I didn't post it just because the place that I was staying at, believe it or not, had no Wi-Fi. Yikes. Can you believe that? It's 2020. And my godfather, not throwing any names out there, doesn't have Wi-Fi. All right, that's acceptable. I thought you were maybe in a hotel that didn't have Wi-Fi. I guess that's that's acceptable, I guess. That's strange. But I, I managed. I, I hung out with a lot of other family. I didn't just stay at his house. Gosh. But yo, I come back and sports is finally back. Oh my gosh, you have no idea how happy I am. Oh, so I, uh, people who don't know, I I don't have cable, so I watch everything on my Xbox. There's a bunch of links and stuff, and it felt so good just loading up my Xbox, going on my website that I use, and just searching, doing my thing. Wow, it's been months since I did that, and it just felt good to finally be back in that whole process of just watching basketball, watching, you know, I'm watching baseball too, because I'm just excited, everything's back, soccer's back, basketball's back, baseball's back, soccer's been back, but wow, finally, it feels great to be back. Definitely, good to have the NBA back, we got the NBA back here in Orlando, in our home of Florida. How you feel about the new basketball setup? How do you feel about these scrimmage games that have been going uh, yeah. on? Yeah, so um, when I first watched the scrimmage games, it was weird watching the angle because it's not like your normal typical basketball game. Because if you think about it, when they're when they're filming the basketball games, these guys are like two hundred feet up in the sky or in the arena. They're all the way to the top, zooming in on the court. Now that they're playing at a sports facility, a practice facility, they don't have the room that they had before. So that is, it, it's getting some time to take, to get used to, because I feel like I'm watching a summer league game. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's uh, it's weird to see them playing without any fans. Uh, so weird. There's no reactions. Like I, the other day, LeBron was, uh, their scrimmage game against whoever it was when they lost that first game. LeBron like had one of his, you know, genuine dunks that he finally does. And there was not, there's no crowd. Yeah. You just hear his team, like, oh, they're all screaming and stuff like they normally do. But it's really weird. Uh, there's no reaction. Yeah, it is. I actually saw yesterday that um, Microsoft is supposed to be teaming up with the NBA to uh, basically have people at home on their webcams and things like that be a part of the audience. So it'd be cool to see. Like they do for works. soccer. They do yeah. that for some of the soccer. Oh, yeah. Where, like, in the middle of the field, they just have, like, Three or four, they show three or four fans for like, you know, 10, 15 seconds, maybe 10 seconds, maybe less than that. But they just show them there and, you know, they, they see the reactions and stuff. 
but it's not the same where you're gonna like have you know imagine trying to have like a thousand fans on one server and you're trying to like i mean if it's microsoft doing it they might be able to do it but it would be cool to have live reaction shots you know what i mean like just it, it, at the same time, it wouldn't sound that good because you know how the quality, ever since the quarantine happened, like the whole quality of media kind of sucks now. People are talking from home. Right, right, exactly. Uh, I think it'd be cool that, like you said, Microsoft, um, they're up to date on the technology, they're, especially with the streaming services. Um, I saw some people in the comments on the post that said it. It said that people are probably going to be wilding out doing some crazy stuff on their webcams from home. They don't think it's going to work, but... I, I think it'll, it'll be fun. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be live. Let me just change the background. Yes, yeah, sir. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but sticking to basketball, uh, coming back. Who uh, I know we talked about this. I think the first episode I was on here. But now that basketball is back, now that everybody's got time to, uh, get their practices in and everything like that. So far, who do you think is uh, looking good? Who do you think is not looking good? What do you think? Well, I mean, oh, wow, that sucks. Sorry about that. Well, I mean, um, it's it's watching all these scrimmage games, it, you can see these players are rusty. There was that, I, I saw this clip on my Instagram. McCollum? Huh? CJ McCollum missing in the first dunk of the game. CJ McCollum getting slammed down. That whole, that whole series of events. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to see if I can pull up this clip. There's like a good solid two minutes going teams going back and forth down the court, just mission shots, block shots. Oh man, so it's it's <laughs> who knows who's looking good. I'm I'm still waiting to see. Uh, you know these are the first games back for months. It, it's 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 watching sloppy. There's a lot of sloppy basketball right now. Watching the Celtics play the Thunder last night, and even though we had all our starters in for the most part, we just it wasn't like. The way that we were rolling before the season ended, it wasn't that same uh, atmosphere out on the court. So, you know, we'll just have to wait these scrimmage games. There's only, what, how many scrimmage games? Each three? Uh, I'd be lying if I said I knew the answer to that, but I can look it up for you. I'm pretty sure there's only three scrimmage games for each team. And then it goes into the six games. Yep, three scrimmage games. Yep, three scrimmage games. Then it goes straight into the six qualifying games, and then from there you go to the playoffs. So playoffs are three weeks away, and seeing that seeing these teams play the way they're playing, it's it's a little scary. Yeah, um, like you said, definitely some players with some rust, but also some standouts. Uh, we saw Bol Bol instead yeah. of Manute Bol. Uh, we saw him go off, and actually after that game, they said that they. Uh, drug tested him. The NBA reached out to him to see if they couldn't do a drug test. He took it. And it's crazy because I remember seeing a couple of weeks prior to the scrimmage and prior to the Orlando setup, them saying that they weren't going to uh, do any drug testing. For oh. marijuana. Gotcha. Okay. Understood. Understood. They weren't going to be drug testing for weed, cocaine, drugs like that. Because they're like, hey, be no, but in general, the NBA doesn't test for marijuana anymore. Good. And and did you and with the new NFLPA, NFL is not tasting for weed either. Wow. Yeah. That's why Josh Gordon's back. <laughs> um Demarcus Ware was it? Not Demarcus Ware. Maybe it was Demarcus Ware. A lot of players who couldn't pass drug tests, they're all coming back into the league. Well, good. Uh good to see that at least for those um, like you said, those less uh drugs that at one point were 
considered to be on the same level of some of the other more hardcore drugs while in one part of the nation it's legal and the other part it isn't it's good to see that the big leagues come together on a collective agreement to be able yeah. to you know these athletes take a lot of uh a lot of toll on their bodies day in and day out so not saying that that's the only al- option i'm sure there are alternatives but whatever we can do to assist them in getting uh oh yeah especially nfl players back. i mean yeah well, half of the nfl more than half of the league is like addicted to not i don't want to say addicted but more than half of the nfl definitely takes painkillers definitely every yeah day just for the pain and you can sub- substitute that with you know some thc with that fun stuff um i can you know definitely see the benefit to that and it's funny listening to like the pat mccaffrey show i'll do you ever listen do you listen to that no no i don't it's i like listening to that podcast um he has a lot of athletes come on too. Oh yeah, I gotta uh, check them out. Athletes come on; they all talk about how like some of them used to smoke weed and stuff. They're like, yeah, a couple times I might have partaked in the fun stick. Or <laughs> they're all retired now, so <laughs> of course they can lettuce. come out clean. Like, yeah, I smoked. A lot of a lot of players say, yeah, I smoke during the season all the time. But the thing about it in the NFL is, let's say that you're known like Tyron Matthew. You know, Tyron Matthew is an exceptional. NFL career because I'm an LSU fan. So to yeah. see uh, LSU, Tyron Matthew was one of the most uh, electrifying LSU players there was. He only played one season, maybe one season and a half. He got he got suspended every year after his sophomore year. He got like he got indefinitely suspended from LSU and still got drafted in I think the first round and still is a Super Bowl champion and, and to this day is considered one of the best safeties in the league. Yeah, dude didn't even play at LSU because the fact that he couldn't pass a drug test. Yeah, I remember seeing. Um, after I don't know if it was prior to or after our Super Bowl win with the Chiefs, uh, they had a sit down interview with him, and he was talking about that how he was constantly getting in trouble for weed, and I think he went to jail at one point. Yeah, LSU, he got arrested. And um, he just said I kind of turned his life around and was able to get away from that lifestyle and get his head on. Right. So here's the deal. Here's how it works in the NFL. He was known. He was known for you know failing drug tests in college. So what? What the NFL does is they put you on a, a list, an exemption list. So if you're known for failing a drug test or smoking marijuana or something like that, they'll they'll randomly drug test you like once a week. Wow. Once a week, maybe maybe once every two weeks, but they're testing you during throughout the whole entire season. But if you're a player who has never gotten in trouble for any type of substance abuse, P- PEDs, marijuana, any anything. You only get tested once a year. Yeah. You only get tested once a year. So there's a lot of players who are smart players who never got in trouble with the law, marijuana, nothing like that. And they get tested in the beginning of the year, and that's that. They smoke weed throughout the whole entire season, and they don't get questioned at all because they don't have a history with it. But for players who do have history with it, they get tested once a week. Like Le'Veon Bell. Remember when Le'Veon Bell and Garrett Blunt? Got in trouble in there on the field of our Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. together. Um, Legarrette Blount ended up getting like suspended. Like I think he got, I think he got cut from the team. And Le'Veon Bell got suspended for four games. Yeah, and we saw what eventually came out of that um, with the sit out or the uh, where he didn't play that season with Pittsburgh, and then he eventually got traded to the Jets. I think that was like two seasons later. He didn't get traded to the Jets. He signed with the Jets. Yeah difference well what are you looking up over there bro what are you doing we are looking into today's games and the orlando bubble uh so far who we've got left to play today at 
4.01 Eastern Standard Time. There's a game time. right now. I'm about to put it on. Got the Pacers, Mavericks. Heat and the Jazz play right now. Heat and the Jazz. And we got the Blazers and the Raptors. Nope. Nope. I'm lying, guys. Heat I'm and Jazz. Nets Sundays. and Spurs. We got Heat and Jazz. Uh, Nets and the Spurs. What was that? The Nuggets and the Clippers? No, that's the... Um, why is it... Nuggets, Pelicans at 8.30. And we've got the Clippers, Washington at 8 p.m. I'm sorry, guys. I was rattling off tomorrow, Sunday's games. Nuggets and the Pelicans. And the Clippers and the Wizards. Yes, sir. Nets and Spurs and the Heat and Jazz. I mean, people are going to listen to this tonight and tomorrow and stuff. So, I mean, Sunday's game works, too. Man, I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm going to have a good day tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we got your uh, Celtics playing the Suns. We got the Sixers against OKC, Pacers, Mavs, Blazers, Raptors, Rockets, Grizzlies. I'm about to turn this basketball game on. I forgot to mute my TV, so it's probably going to get all loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, what were you talking about, Patrick Mahomes? Uh, yes. So talking about his contract? Last time we talked, like Johnny said... Haven't yet posted that uh, particular podcast, but the last time we spoke, the last time I spoke to Johnny, we had a discussion, a lengthy discussion on who'd be the, who is rather the better NFL leader on their team, whether that be Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. I, of course, went with Patrick Mahomes, being that he led us to a Super Bowl and in his first season led us to the AFC Championship, albeit D Ford ruined that. But I digress. Um, since then, Patrick Mahomes has officially been locked down for 12 years at a $503 million, including his uh, incentives on that deal with us. Um, a lot of people had, well, not a lot, but some people said that it was locking up too much money and that we wouldn't be able to pay the rest of our key players with that. Um, other players on the team, other people... I've said that uh, it's a contract, or rather a team-friendly deal uh, with the way that it's structured. It really is. Uh, Ten-year extension, excuse me, not 12 years. Well, he still has two years left on his rookie deal. Right, so $503 million, the richest contract in NFL history and sports history, actually. He makes like $3,000 a minute for the rest of his life. Something crazy, yeah. Way more than we'll ever make. Maybe. And uh, Speak for yourself. (laughs) <laughs> Speak for yourself, brother. Now that is a lot of money, though. Yeah, half a billion dollars. That's yeah. more money than I'll probably ever make. Yeah, and um, speaking of, I'm not sure if we talked about this before, but uh, given all that money, given all that fame, and all that success that Mahomes has gotten and has continued to show, um, he's continued to show gratitude outside of the field. I was actually on the Chiefs website, and he was saying, or rather, not himself, but uh, a person that was commenting on the post who was a veteran said that Mahomes actually helps out building homes for veterans. Um, Last name is Holmes. Yes, sir. So, um, my home. (laughs) So I think he deserves it. You know, um, obviously I do, but well, uh, it's going to be a fun couple of years. Oh yeah, of course he deserves it. But listen, we, the discussion that we had on this podcast, I didn't, uh, post was who the better quarterback was not leader. Yeah, it was a mixture of both, um, and I, I think on both ends, Patrick Mahomes checks all boxes. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson, the better rusher, but aside from that... Um, Patrick Mahomes is a beast. Lamar Jackson is uh, unheard of. Like, yeah. the, two is, the two is hard to compare because it's completely two different games, 
But on your team, would you rather have Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes? Oh, definitely. Okay, here's the deal. Would you rather have Lamar Jackson? Or, if you have... So the thing about Patrick Mahomes is he has a receiver named Tyreek Hill that helps him extend the play. If it wasn't for Tyreek Hill, uh, half of those plays that Patrick Mahomes grabs from his ass, like he pulls like a, 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 a rabbit out of his hat, they're all bombs to Hill. You have an explosive receiver like Hill who can read that your quarterback, okay, my quarterback's in trouble. Let me extend this play. Hill was fantastic at extend, extending plays. Now, take Hill away from that team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still a phenomenal quarterback, but who's going to be able to you know make those spectacular plays? Am I right or wrong? Those spectacular plays, it's always Mahomes to Hill, right or wrong? Yeah, usually Mahomes to Hill. Game spectacular side. plays. I'm not talking about great plays. You know, there are a lot of great plays where he'll throw it to. Sammy Watkins, you know, Sammy Watkins would <clears throat> Travis make, Kelsey. make a great catch. Travis Kelsey throwing up the middle of the Kelsey, and he just, his run after a catch is crazy. You know, his catches are whatever, but his rack, you know, his rack is great. Um, and then McCole Hardman, who's learning underneath the Tyreek Hill. But let's be right. Without Hill, Mahomes isn't the quarterback that he is. Uh, I, I mean, and I don't mean it as in like he's not the quarterback that he is, but let's say this without Mahomes or without Hill, Mahomes isn't making those crazy plays. Yeah, but he's still make he's still making those no look passes. He's still he's still getting sacked and then switches hands and throws the ball with his fucking left hand. He's still gonna be doing those crazy stats, but those sixty yard touchdowns that like Mahomes is known for. Mahomes is known for breaking a sack, getting out of the, the box, and just chucking it down field 60, 50 yards to Tyreek Hill and scoring a touchdown. That's what he's known for. On the other hand, you got Lamar Jackson, who has Hollywood Brown, who is you know just as fast as Tyreek Hill, but he has a lot more to learn in the league. I mean, when was Hill a rookie? Do you know? Uh, I want to say about three years ago. I'll look it up here for you now. Three years ago? Nah, he's been in the league for like since 2000, like maybe 14. I want to say 13, but that can't be right. It's probably 2014, 2015. 16, he was drafted. 16 to 17. Yeah, he's been in the league for four years. Yeah. Oh. And and he just and it just took him two years to like really establish himself as who he is now. So we'll see how Hollywood Brown does on the Ravens. But what's what's Hill's contract look like? Did they resign him? Let's see. If his contract was in 2006, if he got drafted in 2016, his contract should be coming up. He, in September of 19, signed a $54 million extension. How many years? And that was for let's see, a three-year $54 million contract. So he has, he's 2023. Yeah. Generally, rookie contracts are four years. Unless they, get, they add the fifth year on you. So, um, and like you said, I mean, yeah, he is known for passing it to Tyreek Hill, one of the most explosive uh, wideouts in the game because of his speed. He's able to get that separation. Um, but again, like you said, that doesn't come unless Mahomes is breaking those tackles, exactly. um, breaking out of the pocket, extending that play. You know who it's else does that? Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, yeah. He, Carson Wentz, I like Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz get a lot of, gets a lot of flack, but... Uh, I've always liked Carson Wentz. He gets um, a lot of. I think that uh, he, he doesn't get as much respect for that. He is, or he is. He reminds me, like I said, listen, we got Jalen Rager, who is just as quick, just as agile as Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has the experience of the NFL under his belt. 
He has, you know, the NFL workouts under his belt. He has the, you know, the reps. He has a lot more over Rager. But, oh, man, I'm so excited for Jalen Rager on our team. Just the fact, all the speed that he brings to the table. You're shaking your head, yes, but you have no idea who Jalen Rager is because I know, my boy, you ain't that big into the rookies this year. No, I'm not, but I remember you bringing him up with Henry Ruggs. But but listen, if you look up Carson Wentz, like, his mobility, he does what Patrick Mahomes does. He, him and Carson, Carson Wentz, Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson, they, they, those quarterbacks are just, they, they do things that you don't normally see quarterbacks do. They break tackles. They break sacks from these 350-pound men. They just break in and throw the ball downfield. Wentz never had that speedster like Hill to, go, to, to get the ball after he breaks those sacks. He's normally, after Wentz breaks the sacks, he's running the ball, and he get picks up the first down and slides. He doesn't have that receiver that can extend the play like Hill does. And I'm so excited that oh, on the table, uh, we could have traded up, and we could have got um, C.D. Lamb. Of course we could have got C.D. Lamb, but we needed that speed. We needed that speed, you know. we need. I would have loved to have, um, what's his name that the Raiders drafted? Henry Ruggs. I would have loved to have Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is... Henry Ruggs might be the next John Ross. John Ross broke the 40 record, ran like a 4-2-6, 4-2-5, and ended up kind of being a bust in the NFL. I mean, he's been injured a lot. Last year, John Ross, he had, the beginning of the season, he had like two or three amazing games. Touchdown in each game, 100 plus yards. Then he got hurt. When he came back healthy, he just didn't have the same... Same games he did last time. So speed receivers are are different. When did Tyreek Hill get drafted? Sixteen. The sixteen season going into seventeen. So no, no, no. What a, round was he a first oh, round what pick? Round? I'm sorry. Let me see. I don't think he was. I want to say it was the third. Let's see. I don't know. I don't. Wow. He so he dropped to the fifth round pick, one hundred and sixty-five in twenty sixteen. 2016. Go back and if you can redraft 2016, it'll be a top top 10 pick. Absolutely. And uh, speaking on Jalen Rager's uh, speed, he actually clocked a 4.27 at the combine compared to Tyreek Hill, who clocked a 4.29. Jalen Rager didn't clock a 4.27. Is that Honey Rogue? Henry Ruggs you're talking no, about? No, sir. Uh, on tape, and I quote, it's immediately clear that he's already one of the fastest young players in the NFL. Jalen Rager? Yes, sir. Well, okay, so his, his official Masters NFL combine. combine was not a 4-2-6. It was a 4-4. But his college day, he ran a 4-2-6. And Tyreek Hill ran a 4-2-9? Oh, yeah. This thing was uh, combining the article. It was talking about rugs, yeah. Rugs, right. correct. Yeah. 4-4-7 uh, for... Rager. Rager. Yep, he was 4-4. But that was because he had a bad hammy. If you watch Jalen Rager's pro day, uh, uh, he runs like a four two seven, wow. yeah, four two nine. It's unbelievable. He's he's up there. And just watch, look up, go on YouTube and type in Jalen Rager highlights, and tell me it just does not remind you of Tyreek Hill. Because, and, and for all everyone, everyone at home listening, go on YouTube and type in Jalen Rager, uh, uh, TCU highlights. Homie had a quarterback who was ass. He he had like a. He had a Nathan Peterman throwing him balls. <laughs> he had a Nathan Peterman throwing him balls, and homie was still balling out. Imagine, imagine him with a Carson Wentz. Oh my gosh, 
I cannot wait for the season to start. NFL news. Um, NFL went ahead and canceled all preseason games. There's not going to be a single preseason game. Now, I don't know how I feel about that because I like watching preseason games. I love to see how our future rookies, or not our future rookies, I could say, our current rookies, I love to see how they perform. And now it's it's like this the whole NFL landscape is crazy. I mean, they're cutting they're they're cutting training camp short. Uh there's there's only gonna be bro, there's only gonna be three official padded practices before the season starts. I could I, the number I could I could be skewing that number. It could be from anywhere from three to nine. Uh but it's from three to nine padded practices before a full NFL season starts. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure how that's going to turn out. Um, I've seen players in the past in different sports, whether it be NFL or NBA, say that they prefer not to play as many preseason games and risk the chance of injury. Um, But like you said, to be able to shake that rust off, be able to get those plays down, kind of get an on-field understanding of the playbook, it's one thing to go on to practice and, you know, look at the X's and O's, uh, but to be really out there. Yeah, the veterans aren't gonna are gonna be fine, but it's the rookies and the younger players who I'm worried about. Look at the, look at those highlights. Yeah, yeah, he's breaking tackles left and right. Not even breaking tackles. Just look how fast his look at his acceleration when he catches the ball. Okay, I mean that was a short one right there. I, I want to see some good plays. Let's see this. This one looks good. He's taking it from the thirty, and he's, he's going fast. all the way thirty yards. He's fast to the house. He's, and if you listen to the audio, the commentator is like, this is the fastest player in college football. And catch the ball. Yep. I'm excited about this, man. Because you, you know, like, the receiver. Like, this guy was going into the draft. Like, he was projected to be a second-round pick. Maybe top, middle, middle second round. Yeah, he's putting in work. Catching ball over guys. He's yeah. If Henry Ruh, like, this was one of the deepest wide receiver classes the NFL has ever seen. Look at this bomb. Looks like he was at maybe the five when he passed. That was a ninety. That was a ninety-nine yard touchdown. Yeah, the dude is fast. Yeah, I'm happy we got him. Would I rather? Would I rather have CD Lamb than him? Um, I don't know. I I really, I really believe in Howie. I I really think Howie. Because look at Tyreek Hill, fifth round pick, one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think it just takes that coach and that uh. That staff to be able to get behind you and really uh, push you, push you, know, you and, work ethic, yeah. everything. So it'll be exciting to see how he does. Like you said, Carson Wentz, great quarterback. I think he's got the right team around him. Yo, breaking news! No way. What we got? What we got? No way! Oh my God, the Seahawks just got Jamal Adams. Oh, wow. I know he what? was. I know he was asking for a trade. Oh my God! What? And they're just they're, oh uh, wow! This is the first time that I've had breaking news on a podcast. Holy yeah. crap! Yo, that is crazy. Yeah, their defense just got deeper. Dude, Jamal Adams is the best safety in the league. How did they go from having Errol Thomas, the best safety in the league, without him for one year, and now they got what? Come on, that makes me wow. Yeah, everybody wants to play with Russell. Russell's a good, uh, great. This report great yesterday, uh, yesterday, July. Wait, what's today? July twenty fifth. No, there's a report today. Jamal Adams trade rumors. Jets have no interest in deal after Adam Gase comments. 
Next thing you know, Jets send safety and fourth rounder to Seattle in exchange for two first round picks and a third round pick. Jets send Jamal Adams and a fourth round pick to Seattle. And Seattle sends two firsts and a third. Wow. I can't believe that just happened. Wow. Interesting. I wish you were more of a football fan so we could talk about this. That is pretty crazy. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah. So there was a lot of rumors about since the beginning of the year. Jamal Adams does not want to be in New York. Right. Uh, coaching. It's just, I don't know. He's just, he's fed up. The, the funniest thing is, though, this guy got drafted two years ago. Maybe one year ago. This was his sophomore year. He's on his rookie contract. He has four more years. He has, like, two more years left on his deal, and he has to be traded. It, it's crazy how much power players have these days. Oh, my gosh. Jamal Adams is Seahawk. It makes me a little upset, man. We could have had him. We could have, The Eagles could have had him. Yeah, he could have came to the Chiefs and won a Super Bowl with us. Ah, uh, they already got enough money, bro. He wants to get paid. He wants to get he's he wants to get extended this season. I don't have too much news on it, but like you said, they're trading him for a bunch of picks. Two firsts and a third. Yeah, I mean this can't be real. I have that. Nah, Adam too. Adam Schefter posted it on Twitter. I just saw it on Adam. Schefter. Yeah, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport as well. And if Adam reports it, then it's real. Wow. Ten minutes ago. Wow. I've always wanted to break live live breaking news, even though it's not live, but <laughs> you get you get our reaction. You get my reaction at least. You're just like, oh, all right. <laughs> like that's it. like that's like that's like when um when Anthony Davis got traded to the Lakers. Yeah, that was big. I like Jamal Adams. Um I know he's a good Free safety, and then also I saw him at the uh, the Pro Bowl. He was messing around, you saw running, him nice. running around with the kids and stuff, um, getting the crowd involved. So I like him. I think he's, I think he's pretty positive. I think he was the same one who tackled the. Wasn't he the guy who tackled the Patriots? Uh, Patriots uh, mascot. I think it was him during the Pro Bowl. Yeah, uh, like probably a year or two ago. I mean, <laughs> he's only been in the, this is this is gonna be his third year. He's only been in the league for two years, and he's already at. I can't believe a player of his statute, second year in the league. You've only played two seasons. You still have two years on your contract. He asked the Jets to get extended. He wants to be the highest paid safety in the league. Yeah, it was him. He it wants to him. make like eighteen thousand. He wants to make like nineteen thousand a year. Nineteen. 19 million a year. I'm sorry. He wants to make 19 million a year. Uh, I think Tyron Matthews is the highest paid safety right now. He wants to he wants to beat Tyron Matthew. Yeah, Honey Badger got paid and it was uh well worth every Had penny. Been top highest paid safeties. Let's see. Wow. Wow, the Seahawks just got that much better. Wow, the Seahawks are contenders now. For sure. If they can if they can they can re-sign Josh Gordon and Jadavian Clowney. What? That's they'll have Jadavian Clowney, Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, uh, Shaquille Griffin. We got the Bears, Eddie Jackson at fourteen point six million a year. Titans, Kevin Baird at fourteen point one million, and then we got Honey Badger rounding off the top three at fourteen million, tied with Landon Collins. So Jamal Adams probably wants like fifteen million. 
He's probably going to be Eddie Jackson. See, I didn't know the Seahawks had that much money. Wow. That is crazy. I'm happy I looked at my phone. Normally, I don't look at my phone during podcasts. But yeah. Wow. 82 tackles and a pair of sacks with his first Pro Bowl selection in 2018. That was a snippet of Rookie year, 2018. Adams, yeah. Wait, what's it say about 2016 right there? Uh, three seasons for the Tigers. Recorded 209 tackles, five interceptions, and two sacks in his college career. Yeah, so he got drafted in 2017, 18-19. Yep. Drafted 17, played 18, and played in a 19 season. Yeah. And now he was he wanted to be the highest paid safety. He told the Jets, "Pay me, or I'm not playing for you guys." Jets said, "Nah, we don't. We're gonna keep you. We're not gonna trade you." This has been going on since. For the quarantine? Yeah. I'm asking to get traded, and I didn't think it was going to happen. But it happened. They got two first-round picks and a third. Two first-round picks and a third. Wow. Yeah, like you said, crazy to see in this day and age how powerful the players are themselves when they choose to sit out or they choose to force a trade. Yeah, and let's see. The Seahawks, do the Seahawks even need the first-round picks? They have their receivers. Yeah, DK Metcalf. They got their quarterback of the future. They got Rashard Penny, and they might be able to sign Josh Gordon. Um, they have another wide receiver I can't think of right now who balled last year, who had that crazy catch on the sideline in the end zone. A uh, Tyler Lockett. They got Tyler Lockett. Yep. Lockett. Um, they got great offensive weapons already. Their offensive line is trashed. Their their offensive line is they're getting it's it's getting worked on. I should say it was trash after the Super Bowl when they after they. A one Super Bowl or lost it? Can't remember when they lost it. When they should have ran the ball in instead of Marshawn Lynch should have ran it in. After the Super Bowl, they lost all their O linemen. So right now they need to build their O line. But defensively, they have that was the one team who could afford to get rid of their first round picks. I mean, the Eagles would if the Eagles would have had to trade the two first round picks and a third. See, I don't know. I feel like the Eagles would have been able to replace him at least. We could have given Rasad Douglas, Sidney Sidney Jones, um, maybe even uh, Jalen Mills to replicate that draft that trade. But right, wow, interesting. That's that's gonna change the whole landscape of the NFC for sure. And Seahawks become a big contender now. Definitely. Um, let's see uh, news we got going on here today. Uh, uh, who knows, man? I can't wait for basketball to be back officially on the 30, 30 30th, right? 30th, yes, sir. First game, Clippers, Lakers. Who do you got winning? I got the Lake Show. I think that the Lake Show is uh, gelling right now. And I honestly forgot right. that uh, J.R. Smith got picked up. Deion Waiters got picked up. Um, So they got J.R. Smith. They got Deion Waiters. They got some depth now. They still have, um, I'm slipping my mind, buddy from the Spurs, or excuse me, he was on the championship Raptors last year. What was his name? He went over there with Kawhi. Talking about the Clippers? No, the uh, Lakers. Who did they get from the Raptors just this past year? Uh, Big man, small man? Let's see, I think he's a... J.R. Green. Guard. Green. Is it green? Let me see. Danny Green. Danny Green. There you go. Yep, Danny Green. Danny Green, yeah. Well, they got some depth over there. I think that the Lakers uh, win that game. 
Again, you never know with Kawhi out there. Uh, Dude, Paul the way George. the Lakers are playing right now, I'm a, uh, they're the team to beat. Yeah, obviously the number one seed in the whole NBA. Top of the West, top of what's cool conference. about what's cool about there's the restart is, and watching this preseason games is, it's it's not crappy teams playing. It's like all the teams that you want to watch, you can watch them play. For me, it's like I'm not a, I'm not that big into basketball. I love watching my Celtics play. And yesterday, seeing the Celtics play the uh, Thunder. That was fun to watch because, you know, I know all the players on the court. Tatum, Brown, Smart, Dice, um, even some new players like Carson Edwards. I, re- I was hoping to see Taco play, but Stevens didn't put Taco out. Um, you had Gordon Hayward there. Ke- we're missing Kemba. Kemba Walker is a good mesh on the team. It's going to be hard to see what how we play without Kemba if he does play. If he doesn't play, he has a bad knee right now. So hopefully he can stay healthy if he can play with him. Yeah, definitely. I like that trade when you guys got Kemba. Over Kyrie, I think that Kemba fits there better. I think that he's got more of a team mentality and uh, more of a we first. Yeah, we signed Kemba. Yeah. It wasn't a trade. Sign <laughs> trade. Second time you did that today. It's all good. Sign trade. Same thing. No. As long as he's there. Not same thing. We didn't have to give up anything to get Kemba on our team. As long as he's there. Yeah. But yeah, watching the Celtics play yesterday, ugh, hard to watch. Watching the Lakers play, they look like they got it together already. Even though they did lose their first preseason game to the Mavericks, that's who it was. It's so fun seeing all these stars playing again. Luka Doncic, yeah. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I haven't seen Kawhi play yet. I'm pretty sure I know the Clippers played. They played tonight, though. That's cool. What do you think about uh, Luka? I saw an infographic the other day that was likening him to being a superstar in the same breath as Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he's, bro, Luka is probably one of the best players in the league right now. Top three. You got LeBron, Giannis, and then Luka. I can agree that he's definitely up there on the upper echelon. I, honestly, I would go Giannis, LeBron, then Luka. Giannis is better than LeBron. Why would you say that? Right now. What makes Giannis you is better than LeBron way? right now. What leans you towards saying that? Um, Everything. He's... He's how old? <laughs> and how old is LeBron? Yeah, LeBron is, I think, 30. 37. Yeah, he's up there. He's getting Giannis up there. is 24. That, I mean, come on. I mean, the and, 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 you know, we're talking, you know, LeBron's old and stuff, but he's still getting up there. He's still blocking people. He's still not slowing down. But Giannis is 25 years old. And he is playing at an elite level where players he's playing at a level where you don't play until you're like 27, 28. Yeah. He's definitely balling out. He's 10 years. He won MVP last year. Uh, he has a good chance of winning it this year with NBA really wants LeBron to win the MVP. Yeah. It's looking like they're gearing up to give it to LeBron. Um, I saw magic magic Johnson saying that if he picked his, uh, season awards, he'd have LeBron winning MVP, Anthony Davis winning defensive player of the year. And I can't remember the third person or the third uh, award that they I think you said most improved would be Pascal Siakam. I could be mistaken. Hmm. Luca's up there. Luca's like third place for MVP. Yeah, it's a close race this year. Um, let me see what we got for the Kia MVP race. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler for MVP. Jimmy Butler's a GOAT. Jimmy Butler, number one MVP player right now. Come on. We got, let's see who Kia thinks is rounding off this list. 
So as soon as we get on this page, we got Giannis. Uh, picture of Giannis. So let's go down. We got Giannis as their number one right now with 29.6 points, 13.7 rebounds, 5.8 assists, one steal, one block per game. Right after him, we've got LeBron, 25.7 points, close to eight rebounds, 7.9, 10.6 assists, and 1.2 steal. 10.6 assists. What do you think about that? Who has 10 points? LeBron? LeBron James. Yes, no, sir. That means that without Anthony Davis, he would have. he's like on the Cavs again. Yeah, uh, that's probably a lot. Of, like you said, probably a lot of lobs to Anthony Davis and a lot of lobs to White. Dwight Howard. What's crazy is, dude, the fact that LeBron didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? He he went to the Lakers thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring the Lakers back. I'm going to be the next player there. Didn't even take him to the damn playoffs. Yeah. But granted, he had a bad hammy. Yeah, he was uh, he was, he was out him. half the season. He was nursing injuries. When he came back, season. I think they had like seven games left, and like they had to win all seven, but they lost like the first four. Yeah, it was a bumpy road. And now though. they're the number one team in the seed again. I mean, in the West. Yeah, number one seed in the entire uh, Lakers are NBA. Back. Like the you Lakers said. are back, and it's all because of LeBron. It's pretty cool how LeBron went to the Lakers, though. I mean, it's kind of like we're living in a weird alternate reality where like LeBron's a Laker. Yeah. It just sounds weird saying that. Yeah, never thought I'd see the day that LeBron would go play on the Lakers for sure. Like he is a Laker. I'm so used to him being a Cav. Like he should have. I don't want to say he should have stood on the Cavs, but I mean, why do you have to leave to win? You don't have to. You're LeBron James. All you had to do was he couldn't beat the Warriors, man. If he went against the greatest team of all time, of all time, the whole NBA history, he went against the Kevin Durant Lake, uh, Kevin Durant Warriors with Steph, Clay. Draymond, freaking whoever their big man was at that time. They always had a big man for every new year. Mm-hmm. That was the best team, hands down. And every and before the best team was ever played, he still had to go against Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, uh, um, Andre Iguodala. Dude, he he was in the wrong era. Like, let's just say if the Warriors weren't together, LeBron James would be champion, 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 champion. It was the Warriors that got in the way with LeBron James. And if it wasn't for the Warriors, maybe LeBron would still be in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, maybe LeBron. And your tattoo still be would be relevant. It's relevant. <laughs> we don't need to go back to the greatest NBA comeback of all time. Uh, that being said, yeah, like you said, it was a lot of fastball. Any other year on paper, all those stars that we had in Cleveland. Um, I mean, LeBron, Kyle Korver. At one point, we had Dwayne Wade, even though that stint Wait, didn't Wait, I always that forget long. that. Dwayne Wade was a Cavalier? Yeah, for I think like close to half, half a season. And then LeBron shipped them back to Miami to go retire. Um, it was farewell tour down in Miami, but yeah, we. Wait, so let me get Wade. this right, because I remember when Dwayne Wade left Miami to go to Chicago. Yeah. He went to Chicago. Want to say he played a season? Played for a two. year. Yeah. Hated it because th- he got benched or whatever, and so then after after that year, he signed to Cleveland. Yeah, he came on board with Cleveland. Um, I think he wore number six while he was with us, and. Didn't really do too much. Wasn't really bring, able to bring anything to fruition. And from there, um, he said he had to sit down with his family. He had to sit down with LeBron and thought it would be in his best interest to make his way back to Miami. But I thought that was the next season. I thought he played one full season in Miami for his last year farewell tour. No, he got traded halfway through the season. And then I think he finished that season with the Heat. 
And followed by the following season being Yeah, his followed farewell. by the following season was his farewell season. Correct. If I'm not mistaken. I always forget that Dwayne Wade was a cavalier. I mean Yeah, like you said, it's like we're living in an alternate universe. Um I saw somebody else say I don't know if they named him. I think they said it was just an NBA exec or somebody in there that said that they uh believe that with the NBA bubble here in Orlando and everybody being close knit or rather everybody being in close proximity they think that another super team is brewing that with all the, uh, what's the word? Uh, with all the players in around, they can all yeah. talk with each other. The- yeah, exactly. So they they think that another super team is going to be coming out of this soon. I mean, it, it all depends if a team has the cap for it. Yeah. And the next super team is going to kind of be old players. They're all going to be old men because LeBron James, the, the young players like Giannis, they don't want to team up. Yeah. It's cool. And I like that. I like that fire. I like that uh, he wants to be able to get it on his own and, you know, on his own merit and not on the coattails of he another He wants to superstar. stay in Milwaukee. Yeah. But when when push comes to shove, when it, when you got, you know, a $200, $300 million contract, he might, he might, because he might, the way that sports are now, if you're a superstar, you're getting, you're getting $500, $400, 300000000 million. Yeah. He's going to get, he's, Giannis is, if, when, when all that money is in front of him, to go to the Lakers, to go to the Celtics, to go to, um, you know, the Warriors. It's going to be hard to pass. How do you pass up all that money and a guaranteed championship? Yeah. I, it I takes think it's a hard true to. baller, a true wolf, a true lion to say no. To be like, nah, I'm going to do this on my own. Yeah. Like I said, it takes a lot of heart, a lot of uh, hunger. To be able to say that I'm going to go out there and beat these guys. I'm going to not team up, but actually do it on my own. Like you said, he's young. Kawhi, Elena. Yeah, I think Kawhi, um, if... (laughs) (laughs) I think if the Clippers are able to um, somehow pull off a ring this year, then you can't uh, mention... greatness. Yeah, you can't mention... You know, if you mention LeBron James, you got to mention Kawhi. Exactly. Yeah, if if he wins a ring with the Clippers... And you mentioned goat talk. You got to put Kawhi in that category, especially if he wins another Finals MVP. That'll oh my be... God, I, I I'm rooting for him, man. If the Celtics don't make it, I'm rooting for the Clippers. I want that. that has that organization ever won a title? No, sir. Exactly. Imagine, imagine Clippers Lakers Game Seven Western Conference Championship. LeBron's not losing that game. Yeah. Um, he doesn't lose in Game Sevens. I think it's gonna come down to defense. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, I can't wait for the basketball season to start, but I can't wait for playoffs, more importantly. Yeah. Those right six games, like, like we're, me, we're watching a game right now. We're watching a Heat and Jazz game, and it just looks like a summer league game. This is, this is, what, this is what the NBA is, is now. It's this. It's boring. It's like no fans. I really want them. I, I was on, on the second night of preseason. Um, I, was watching, I was watching all the games. And during the day, there's no noise crowd. But at the 8 o'clock games, the 7 o'clock games, whoever's broadcasting it, they add noise. I like hearing fake crowd. I'm not going to lie. I'm a fan of the fake crowd noise. Yeah, what do you think about this? Uh, Obviously, it's necessary, but they got the social distancing bench set up where everybody's got space in between their seats. That's stupid as hell. I think that's just for show. They already tested everybody in the bubble does not have coronavirus. Why the hell are you sitting six feet apart from each other? Yeah, you're right. They think of Jordan Clarkson's new look, these braids, huh? Oh, where, where is Jordan Clarkson? Right there. Just uh, committed a foul on Tyler Hero. Oh, he's on the Jazz? 
Yeah, it looks like he's there. Huh. Anyway. We got Rudy Gobert on the Fucking bench. Fucking Rudy Gobert, <laughs> you son of a bitch. The man who started it all. The man who got everyone set. Well, I mean, it would have been somebody. Hate it had to he be him. He was just the first one. He was the first person to get tested for it. Rudy, my dog, I hate it had to be him. I hate it had to be him. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You see where that camera's at? You see how it was far back in the corner? It wasn't nowhere near as high as the stadium is. That's why it looks like this. That dude's he is literally in the furthest spot of the gym that he can be right now to get that shot. And it's still it, it looks a little better, doesn't it? That close that see that close in shot when they were doing the free throws, that looks good. When it's the wide shot of the whole court when the players are running up and down, that's when it gets a little weird. Like that shot. Look, you see it? Cause you don't you're so used to seeing the seats right there. Look how wide open that out of bounds is. Yeah, definitely. I got a little thrown off seeing uh Iggy, Igudala. On the Heat. Oh, wait. He's playing for the Heat now, right? Yeah, I just saw him lining up at the free throw line. Didn't he just get traded to them recently? Uh, He was on what team? Minnesota, right? Was he? I, I know think he, he was playing for me. He was playing for some team where it was a bunch of young guys. And all the young guys were fucking being rude to him. Saying, we don't want you here. Leave, leave, leave. Yeah, I do remember hearing about that. I think it was Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. It was Cat and Wiggins talking about yeah, that. Yeah, because he doesn't. He didn't want to play though. He didn't want to play. He wasn't going to. So the team was like, "Yo, if we're not going to play, we don't want you here." Yeah. I wouldn't want him there either if he wasn't going to play. Yeah, you know, it's kind of pointless. I mean, he does have how many rings? Three with the Warriors. Remember when? Remember when Andre Iguodala was balling for the Seventy Sixers? Do you remember that? I do. I got a friend back home who loves the Sixers, and he had a Negudala jersey. He was the new AI. Yeah, every time my boy would shoot a shot, he'd say, Iggy. Iggy, (laughs) Iggudala was the shit when he played for Philadelphia. He was the shit. I really loved watching him play. Didn't he also play for the Nuggets, too? No, that was... No, I'm thinking of uh, the Suns with uh, uh, Amari Stoudemire. Old man Stoudemire. Stoudemire. The the journeyman. Yeah, that should have been a better team, Steve Nash. Uh, did, did the did Nash ever win a ring? No, sir. Steve Nash, one oh, of the GOAT point God. guards to never win a ring. He did win MVP who over. Who else is one of the GOATs who never won a ring? Uh, I got to go with my man's Carl uh, Malone. I mean, if we got to take it way back, we could go with people like Carl Malone. Uh, Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did he win a ring? Of course he did. I'm just kidding. He won like <laughs> six rings, like five. There's a bunch of them, but uh, Iggy's definitely... One of the goats. Iggy's one. Was one of the goats. No, Iggy's won. The Warriors. Uh, rings, luckily. of course. Yeah. It was on the Warriors. He won every one. He even has a finals MVP. He does, yeah. I don't know if he should have earned that finals MVP, but. He um, did. He was the reason why they won. Yeah, they said he locked down LeBron while LeBron averaged over 20 points a game. Hey, but, that, that's doing good for LeBron <laughs> in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah. LeBron, like, normally averaged like 30 points a game. In the playoffs. This is a crazy statistic. Isn't it like 29-something? Yeah, some something upwards of 27-plus, something crazy. I was reading the article, and you know, like, the Cavs were, like, the 2016-2017 Warriors. They were they only lost one game in the playoffs, and that was against the Cavs in the finals. Game wow. Game four. Or game four, I think it was. They, so they wouldn't get swept. Yeah, they were sweeping They were 16-1 and one in the 2017 playoffs. I believe it. That I just shows, it. like, we got to watch and experience the greatest team ever. Easily. Play in the NBA. The year before they won seventy four games. The year after they go sixteen and one in the playoffs. So, oh my god, that Warriors team! Yeah, I'm so happy. And I can't even say I'm happy that they're gone. We only get one year without the Warriors. They're gonna be back next year. 
Yeah, I uh, can't wait to see Steph healthy again and playing at full. They were about to get the number one pick in the lottery. They're about to get what Lamella Ball. Yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of people, uh, I know we talked about earlier how uh, Tyron Matthew was getting into a lot of trouble. I wouldn't say that Lamella was getting into a lot of trouble, but there was a lot of uh, controversy when he was first uh, going through his stuff with Lithuania. And then they, uh, LeVar Ball uh, withdrawing him from high school and then sending him off, like I said, to Lithuania. And then the uh, JBL. And now he's finally, they're saying that he's going to be, if not the number one pick, you know. Um, well, they're saying he's going to be the number one pick. And yeah. regardless, what do you think about that? I, I I think that there was a time when people thought that he was going to, they were saying he was going to be ineligible, that he wouldn't be able to be drafted right. at all. Right. Um, so. Well, when when he left high school, people were saying, well, that was the stupidest move ever. He's going to be ineligible for the NBA. But then he went overseas and played professional, which makes you eligible after one year of professional. And at least you got to be 18. Gotcha. And you got to be, uh, you know, have played professional basketball to be eligible. But when, when, um, Lavar, Lavar, Lavar. Who's the one? I can't. There's so many Ball brothers. Fucking the one who played for the Lakers. Who got drafted? What's his name? Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. Thank you. Yeah, Lonzo Ball. I remember when Lonzo Ball was getting drafted. His dad was everywhere. He was so annoying. Like it wasn't ESPN. It was the Lamella or Lamar. What's his name? Fucking the Lavar Ball Show. Lavar. It was the LeVar Net, ESPN Network, Sports Network, whatever. It was just him. And he was always saying, oh, my sons are going to play for the Lakers. And they're all going to get drafted number one overall. He was so cocky, so arrogant. And I, it's crazy that the media hasn't picked him up, hasn't touched him at all with, with his son being actually being a number one draft pick. Because, I mean, Lonzo Ball went number two. Do you think that his dad was the reason why he went number two? Uh, I wouldn't say his dad was the reason he went number two. If anything, his dad might have been the reason I didn't go number one. Uh, but at the same token, if the Lakers had number one pick, they probably would have got Mark- him. Uh, Markel Fultz was the number one draft prospect that year. Yeah, he, he was. came out of nowhere. I honestly was so struck in on how Markel Fultz was the number one overall pick. And I, I, I did a lot of research on this draft was because I think it was awesome. The year before or that year, the Celtics lost to LeBron James in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference fucking championship and then a month later they had the first overall pick in the nba draft that is one of the best storylines ever the the if the celtics would have won that year they would have been nba championship like winners and they would have had the first overall pick what is that i don't think that's ever happened i I think it has happened before i looked it up a team winning the championship or no i looked something else up but that's that that would have been crazy but so lonzo ball was projected. I don't know. He wasn't that good. Markel Fultz was supposed to be the number one draft pick. We conned the 76ers so bad. We said, yo, we'll give you our first overall pick, but you got to give us your next year's first, and this, and we got to swap first this year. We moved back two spots and drafted Jason Tatum. Yeah, which, as we all know, Jason Tatum now one of the best players in the league. Um, I think he's the best player in the draft, that whole draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to look at the draft, but look yeah. up the draft. If we're talking about those three guys, definitely, definitely. No, Donovan Mitchell. D. Mitch. Donovan Spider Mitchell D. was Mitch. in was in that draft too. Let me see. And Kyle Kuzma kind of just he had a good rookie year, but he kind of just died down. He kind of just died down uh, after his sophomore year. So Jason Tatum, Donovan. I think the best player out of the draft is definitely Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. 
They're both young. They both take their teams. Oh, but the thing about Donovan Mitchell is he's the only superstar on the team. Jason Tatum has Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker. And last year he had Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Pulling up the draft here. Do, do, do. I remember. It was it was Donovan Mitchell was the best player of the draft. Uh, John and Jason Tatum. I'm trying to think who else. I mean, Marco Fultz was a bust. Lonzo Ball kind of sucked. Um, oh, you know who else? Uh, what's his name? Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young. Trey Young. I think he might have been the year after. Something like that. Trey Young. Hey, Google, what year did Trey Young get drafted? Yeah, year after Tatum, right? So, Jason Tatum's draft, we had... (laughs) We had... Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Josh Jackson, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Jonathan Isaac got drafted to the Magic. He didn't do much. He's still balling on the Magic. Dennis Smith Jr. got drafted that year. D. Mitch, Bam Adebayo, uh, to name a couple standout. Kyle Kuzma, 27. Josh Hart got drafted that year. So there were a couple of standouts. Yeah, but the Um, best player is Mitchell and Tatum. Easily, easily. Who's better, Mitchell or Tatum? Mitchell or Tatum. I gotta say Mitchell's better just because Mitchell. yeah, just because he has uh oh well, he is the team. He is he is the uh jazz. Yeah, exactly. Um and he's a dog. Uh just like my boy, you know. But when it comes down to it, um if Tatum could have won, if he could have brought his team to the beat LeBron James and gone to the finals, uh yeah, we might be having a different discussion on who's better. Right, but also Tatum has Brad Stevens. Yeah, exceptional, uh, great, 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 great coach. Amazing coach. I'm so happy to have him. Can't I can't wait for Stevens to win his first title with him because the way the Celtics are trending, it's kind of inevitable for us. All we got to do is beat Giannis. If we can beat Giannis, then then we have to worry about like the Lakers and and LeBron James ain't going to be in the league in the next three years. I, I hate to say it. I, I, when when is his son Bronny going to get drafted? Bronny is, let's look it up, but I want to say he's going either going into his sophomore season or just finished his sophomore season at Sierra Canyon. So then he has three years before he's in the NBA. And his dad's 37, so I'm pretty sure LeBron wants to play with his son. Yeah, I think that that's the goal. I think it'd be cool to see that come around full circle. Just for one year. It's only going to be one year, too. So, do-do-do... Rolling, scrolling, if his son scrolling. even gets drafted. It says either the 2023 or 2024 draft, he would be drafted. So that means that this draft coming up is 21, 21 22, 23, 20. So about three to four years. Yeah, be, He'll be 23 because he'll, he'll only... He actually might go straight to the NBA like a lot of players are doing now, the G League. Yeah, and it's cool to see that they're allowing them to do that now, Um, that alternative. Well, not the alternative, but... um, It's an alternative. Yeah, being able to get into that G League. I think it's interesting because um, I was hoping to see a lot of the basketball players sign with HBCU schools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that once... I, I don't know his name. I'm not big on the high school players, but some high school player just went to... what? Do you remember the name of the school? 
No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, exactly it would be so cool about. for to see these D1 athletes just going to HBCU schools. Yeah. People don't know what HBCU schools are. I don't know. What's the definition of HBCU? Historically Black College University, I think Yeah, it that's is. what it is. Historically Black College Universities. So, like, you know, teams that Colleges aren't necessarily US, yeah. good, but are black colleges. Like, for instance, like, you got schools like Duke and Kentucky where, like, um, I mean, Kentucky is generally known for its racism, like a racism place, you know what I mean? So it's like you have all these coaches who aren't racist, but you have all these, like, um, what am I trying to say, uh, boosters who went to the school who I'm not saying they're racist or not. I, I'm just generally speaking in general. Like, the country, the state is, like, you know, it's, it's a white predominant school. Look at look at all these colleges where where black athletes are the sh- the the center of attention. The majority of the domination, the proper, like percentage of the how black people are, the, the numbers are way skewed. Like it's like eighty percent white, thirty twenty percent uh black, or you know not just black, but it's the the you know the skills aren't there. And it's like they're taking advantage of the African Americans because of their special skills and stuff. <clears throat> so it would be awesome to see these athletes go to more historically black colleges where where they're with you know their their um their heritage their culture they can raise they can get raised in their own culture and still go to the NBA and just put their school on the map i would love to see the new trend and just everyone start going to these smaller schools like why not yeah definitely bring some more popularity bring some more money in um bring some more scholarships um create more opportunities on our minority uh communities so i think that'd be good all around um and speaking on that um speaking of owners and people taking advantage of their situations i know that the 76ers are looking to uh sell the team i know uh was it the sixers or the timberwolves i'm sorry timberwolves Timberwolves, i'm sorry um i know that uh kevin garnett was one of the people that came out and said that he would be interested in uh making a being a part of that bid to buy them out. Mm-hmm. So there's uh the owner of the Minnesota Twins though is looking like the serious candidate. Gotcha. Understood. That dude got money. Yeah. But Garnett would want to be part of the, the Timberwolves organization. The guy who's selling the team though, he says that the person he sells it to, he he has to keep the franchise in Minnesota. I guess that's something you could put in the contract. Yeah. Yeah, definitely could be a clause that they put in there. Speaking of teams staying places and going places, I know it's a little bit off topic, but uh, what do you think about the Seattle Supersonics? I know that uh, Kevin Durant has been vocal about saying that he thinks that they should get another team. Um, whether that would mean, well, obviously it'd mean that a different team would have to either... 31 teams in the league. Right, so a different team would either have to transition there or um, you know something would happen to have have to happen. Excuse me, for that to work. I think the you moved the Timberwolves to Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what other franchises are on the verge of collapsing. But did you just see that Seattle got a new soccer team? No, I didn't. The Seattle, um, dude, they got a cool na- Seattle Kraken. That's what it is. They got a yeah, cool name. I'm seeing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hockey team. Hockey team. Oh, yeah. Hockey team. My fault. Yeah. They got a cool new hockey team. 
So I I saw a lot of people saying that they need to bring the super the SuperSonics back. Yeah, that'd be cool. Speaking of hockey, uh, cool to see the Las Vegas Knights. Is yeah, it? Golden Vegas Knights. Nice. Golden Knights. Um. So yeah, the NHL is doing a lot to bring in uh, teams to these big places. I mean, Seattle's. You know, one What's of cool about the cities. Vegas Golden Knights was their first year in existence. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, they they uh, they almost won. They, they lost to uh, Ovechkin, I think. Bruins, no. Bruins, maybe. All I know is that their first year ever in existence, they fucking won a championship. They won their conference championship. And I I was curious on how a new franchise works. So here's the deal. Here's what happens when there's a new franchise team. They do a draft. And the team says, hey, or the league says, hey, they go to the team and say, there's um, a hockey team. I think there's like 12 or 13. It's like basketball, 15 players on a league a roster. They're like, listen, you got five. They got You got like five players who are protected on your team. That's it. And they went around the whole entire league and they said, each team has five protected players. And then after that, the team is going to draft. They're going to draft players off of your team. So they draft. Wow. They went around the league and drafted all their players who wow. they wanted. And then they also did the regular draft, like the rookie draft. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. And yeah, they put together a bunch of studs and stars. And dude, that that's a crazy thing to think about. Like you have the choice of picking any professional athlete that you want. Obviously, these are professional athletes. They train every single day to get to where they're at. So they're good. It's not like you're playing college. Out of all the teams, you just can't pick five. And I, I, I don't even think it's five. I think it's like three or four that you totally can't touch. So imagine like a team like the Celtics, where let's say you're the Celtics and, and there's a new team forming and the league's like, you can only keep five players. Okay, well, I'm going to keep Jason Tatum, obviously. I'm going to keep Jalen Brown. I'm going to keep Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker. Um, uh, and you're going to have to pick some of your young guys. Nah, I... Um... Carson don't you guys still have uh gordon hayward gordon hayward yeah so it's like you would keep do you keep your stars or do you keep some young guys too so it's like you know it's like oh shit what do i do i don't i'm not sure exactly what the number is how many you can keep but obviously you, you can't steal superstars you know what i mean that that's the team's property <laughs> right but it, it was interesting to see how they did and they went to the freaking stanley cup finals all right that was the year that the vegas shooting happened remember yeah some of my friends said there was conspiracy. Like anytime there's a, a catastrophic event happens to the city, they always win the Super Bowl or they win the championship. Look at Katrina. When Katrina happened, the year after the Saints won the Super Bowl. Right. And, and there's some other there's some other uh, examples he gave me. So I was like, huh, if the Knights win in their first year, I'm gonna be uh, you know a little skeptical. And then sure enough, they went to the finals or uh, they lost game seven. That was one of the best best seasons ever. I'm not even a hockey fan, but I love hockey playoff. Playoff hockey's are the shit. Baseball playoffs are the shit. Anything playoffs are the playoffs, shit. Playoffs, yeah. Love NBA playoffs. NFL playoffs are kind of boring. Not going to lie. What are we going to do? Uh, not we, as if I'm on the uh, MLB commission, but did they announce when, quote-unquote, Red October is going to be moved to now that we're behind schedule for this new 60-game MLB season? What do you mean we're behind schedule? Well, being that we're starting the season. Aren't they starting the season a little late? Yeah, they started the season a couple days ago. So, is it still in a in a, on schedule to have October be for the playoffs? Oh, there's only going to be 60 games. So, let's see. What month are we in now? We're on the 25th of July today. So, July, August, September. So, it looks like it looks like they're going to start baseball in October. They'll start playoffs in October. Look it up. We got to do... MLB playoff schedule. Got... 
16 teams, eight from the American League, eight from the National League, and two. When does it begin? The best of the wild card series will run from Tuesday, September 29th through Friday, October the 2nd. The entire postseason schedule will be announced in the weeks ahead. So it does look like they're on schedule to start in October, like you said. That's pretty cool. I still, every time I look at my phone, it's just Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams. Oh my God. Yeah. It's going to be crazy to see how he fits in that defense. He's going to fit in perfectly. They lost Errol Thomas. They got another one right back a year later. Wow, crazy. Fuck the Seahawks. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't say. I don't have no hate for the Seahawks. I have nothing but love. Except for damn Jadavian Clowney. They beat us in the playoffs last year. Jadavian, we would have beat them if it wasn't for Clowney. Fucking put out wins. Anyway, uh, that was a pretty good show. I mean, we had nothing written down. That was all off the top of our head. Jalen was over here. He's going to be starting a vlog soon. Once he's once he gets that up and running, I'll definitely be sure to sponsor that up. What do you what was your little vlog about? You want to talk about that? Appreciate that. Yeah. So um, I've been shooting this week. My vlog is gonna primarily focus on my car, uh, my own car, and my love for cars. My own car is just a it's a little raggedy 2013 uh, three series BMW. Um, but you know my love for cars. Um, I live on the outskirts of winter park florida if you don't know it's a lot of rich people out there so i see a lot of beautiful cars so i'll be sure to put those up um show love to the people in the area um on top of that i'm going to be starting my training in the gym again i'm going to be training with my good friend victor um i'll be sure to uh, introduce him on the vlog him and his twin brother they do great great work they're at crunch fitness in lake nona florida if you know that location Go check out Victor and Frank, both great guys. They'll help you out. And uh, the third topic I'll be focusing on is going to be uh, video games. Big, big, big into video games. I just got an Xbox One finally again, so I'll be back on there. And um, we'll keep the sports to this podcast. We'll be sure to recognize this podcast and talk about it and um, mention it in our vlogs as well. And I'm sure that will um, you know, get some of... My interactions with Johnny, we're going to be doing, uh, and music as well, sorry. So uh, Johnny and myself are both big into music. Johnny's huge on AV, as you can tell. These podcasts are crystal clear. Um, Quality is always amazing, so he's going to be helping me with, and start with that. Um, you'll hear him on some of my songs. Hopefully I can be on some of his songs. So um, we got a lot of stuff coming this year, yeah, so just be looking out for that, guys. I'm excited for everything. Uh, I haven't really touched music in a while. It's just, It's something that kind of been like uh, I've been having a major writer's block I just for some reason I just can't you know write songs so it's like me and Jalen Jalen comes over all the time and we talk music this music that and I'm like yo bro just let's come over and work on some songs man it's like I got the studio I got I got everything literally I got I got a nice foamed out separate studio walk-in closet it's super nice and uh, every time, every time before we do podcasts, we just talk about music. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, let's stop talking about music. Let's let's do the sports podcast already. You know what I mean? Right. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your vlog. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. Appreciate it. But also, don't you have to be good at video games to do video game vlogs? Well, we're gonna have some highlights. We're gonna have some rage. Um, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun with it. So. Well, what, what game you want to talk about first? What game you've been playing? Uh, lately I've been on. Actually, it's actually an old game. Um, some of you guys might know it. Some of your younger audience might not. But it's actually I've been on Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, 
which is an Xbox. Never heard of it. That's such an old game. <laughs> it actually came out on the Xbox 360 and on the PS3 back in 2009. Uh, but with the Xbox, the beauty of that is that you can play backwards compatible games. So I'm able to play that. Um, it's going to be games like that, Call of Duty. Like streaming or just... Games. Um, yeah, I'm looking into getting like a streaming setup where I can just kind of live uh, stream directly. How would you the console. vlog video games? Like just reviews of the games? Uh, or like... Yeah, a little bit of both. I'm going to be my reactions going to be when new games come out. Usually you can expect me to get every single year the new 2K, the new uh, NBA 2K, the new Madden and the of new course. Call of Duty. So those three will be probably the highlights. Can't wait for Madden. And any, um... You know, some RPGs, MMORPGs, um, but it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Be looking forward to that. I'm excited. Yeah, hashtag Fix Madden Franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're on Twitter and you play Madden, you have to help the movement out. Go on Twitter right now and just hashtag Fix Madden Franchise. For the last five years, franchise has been the absolute same. There's nothing new about it. You draft. They've added a couple new things. Like, oh, I can uh, I can set your draft board. Oh, that's cool. There, no, there's no custom ability inside of, inside of franchise at all. It used to be great, but then they created Mutt, and now all they care about is fucking Mutt, and it's so annoying. Like me and hundreds and thousands of other players, we want Madden fix. We want to have a great franchise experience. We want to draft from our phones. We want to trade from our phones. We want to do all this shit. But you know what, EA? You're in Orlando and I'm in Orlando. If you don't fix this shit, I swear to God, I'm going to come up to you right now. And you know what? I love Black Lives Matter, but you know what? Connected Franchise Lives Matter too. And I'm going to start holding up signs out there if you guys don't do shit about us. That's my rant. That's what I'm going to end on. Ah, Yeah, I get mad when it comes to franchise. They haven't done shit for us. But you know what, guys? Thanks again for listening. Um, I'm going to get right back into the things. Like I said, this is we did this on July 25th, Saturday. I'm posting this tonight on July 25th, Saturday. Now on. I'm going to try and do these a little bit more a week, maybe twice a week. Maybe some by myself, maybe some with other friends. But at least 30 minutes. I got to start doing these 30-minute podcasts. Thanks again for listening. I'm Johnny Chives. This is another sports podcast with my boy Jalen. And we are out. Peace. Thanks again.